No matter what industry that you're in, every single sale that you have ever made first began as a lead. But the question is, how can you efficiently and effectively position your business in this extremely saturated and competitive market to stay a few steps ahead of your competitors and keep filling your pipeline with high quality leads all year round? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Luke Shenson and welcome to the One Lead Away Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the second episode now of the One Lead Away Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Jensen. And today we are talking about the elephant in the room, the detriment to all of marketing, apparently. We're going to be talking about the fourth quarter. And is the market headed into a recession? And what can we expect with the whole economy coming down now? So first of all, let's talk about the fourth quarter. So fourth quarter is a very, very, very noisy time of the year for social media. The reason for that is because of all these special events going on, like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas, Boxing Day, that a lot of these companies that are online actually get the majority of their sales from the fourth quarter because of these special events. And they're kind of capitalizing on the market right now because what's happening in the market is consumers are in this mindset that's called the hyperactive buying mindset, meaning they're just hyperactively buying anything and everything they could get their hands on and they're spending money that they either have or they don't have. And now, of course, that is not industry-wide, right? Like there are a few rolling factors that kind of come into play. Like where are you located? Where are you operating out of? And what actual industry are you in, right? So for example, if we're going to talk about trade businesses, right? A roofing company operating out of Quebec, Right now, odds are they've either completely slowed down production and pretty soon they're either going to be closing the doors completely depending on if it snows here or not. Whereas a painter can operate throughout the winter, mainly focused on interior painting, of course. They're not going to paint an exterior if they're in winter. Now, if you were to take those exact same businesses and base those out of, say, Florida, right? Florida, you could operate year-round going 110%. And not have to slow down for production given the weather circumstances unless, of course, there's, you know, another hurricane or any other of those natural disasters kind of coming along. Now, even in Florida, let's say a roofing company, I guarantee right now is not doing the same numbers that they were doing in quarter two. If they were doing the same numbers as they were doing in May, June, hats off to them. They got a wicked, wicked sales process. They got a wicked lead generation. And you could probably just stop this podcast and keep doing what you're doing, to be honest. Now, if you're not like that company and say you're based out of Montreal and you're running a painting company, what happens now? Do you just close your books and hope that, you know, in Q1, you're going to open it up due to seasonality, due to the economy and everything else. Or do you keep pushing? Do you keep your books open? And, and do you just find new lead generation strategies that'll actually keep your workers working and keep your revenue constantly coming in so that you don't have to close your books and it doesn't take you time to retrain your painters or even go out and find new painters that have to replace them? Because at the end of the day, everybody needs to work. Everybody needs to have money. And if you're not giving your workers work, they're going to end up leaving and finding you for something a little bit more stable that doesn't have seasonality. Unless of of course they're happy with a summer job then you know do what you got to do but if you're operating year-round you got to be able to provide your team with stability so that you can actually continue to give your employees a predictable income and you don't see any drops in revenue now what someone in my network does is he's operating a pretty big landscaping company over here in montreal he was telling me that what he does is of course with landscaping you do have to be seasonal 
right? There, like I said, it is not industry wide. There isn't just a one hat fits all for for every single company, right? So, for example, a landscaping company in Quebec, they do have to come to a halt because they're not going to lay Unistone, you know, negative thirty weather with six feet of snow. It's just not possible, right? So, what happens is, of course, that job is seasonal. And what he does to keep his workers coming back is he networks with other companies that are reverse cyclical to his, right? So, for example, a snowplow company, he becomes friends with the CEO and then just recommends his top performing workers to go work there in the meantime to pay the bills until they're able to actually fully open up their books, start taking on more clients and start giving the workers more work. So when I heard that, when he told me that, I thought, wow, that's a great idea. Because at the end of the day, you're being proactive, you're adding value to your employees, and you're also increasing your retention, even though you're a seasonal worker, right? So are you going to take the time and the efforts to fully train an employee or a production manager or crew chief or whatever, just for them to leave you in five months from now or six months from now, only for you to have to retrain another one a year from now, or are you going to be proactive? And are you going to help them find another job, help them get on their feet in the off season? And then when they come back, they're going to have the momentum, they're going to have the experience, they're going to have the training and they could hit the next year running. But now on the other hand, if you are in your off season, but you can still operate. So say, for example, you're a painting company, you don't have to be seasonal, you don't have to stop as soon as August hits, you could continue producing even throughout the winter, obviously just focusing up on interior work. And now the way to do that is to, of course, generate leads, you need leads, you need sales in order to have jobs to produce. Now, of course, what comes with Q4 is usually a drop off in revenue for you. It's cold season, man. It's so cold out there. Nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to get work done. They are spending more time in their house. And the last thing they want is for some stranger they met come in and produce for them. And it makes total sense. I totally understand. There is always a demand for home improvement. And that's just something you need to know. It's just a false belief that people are not out there actively searching for work in the cold season. And the best way to do this is you have to stay ahead. You have to continually generate leads for your company. So I want to show you the three top key takeaways that you can use immediately to start getting traffic, to start expanding your reach, improving your customer experience, retaining your employees, and of course, building up your revenue even in the cold months. Now, the tactic number one to increase your lead generation flow for the fourth quarter is you're going to have to be willing to increase your advertising budget by about 25 to 35%. And the reason for that is because it's such a saturated and noisy market right now. What was costing you in July to reach a thousand people is now costing you the same amount to reach 700 people. And the problem with that is, of course, your conversion rates are coming down as well. So you have to be willing to increase your budget by about 25 to 35% in order to obtain the same results and keep that consistent and steady lead flow coming in. So now we move to tactic number two. And tactic number two kind of goes against everything I believe in, to be honest. Tactic number two is you start leveraging special promotions, offers, and discounts, and you set a specific deadline or timeline associated with those discounts, right? So for example, you launch a campaign on December 1st, and you're saying, if you inquire with me by December 14th, we're going to allocate a 15% discount for new customers only. And please take note that I did say new customers only. I'll touch on that in a little bit, but I just want to explain the methodology behind this sense of urgency that you're adding. And the reason it works so well is because at this time of the year, people are almost expecting discounts. Everywhere you go, no matter where you are, there's going to be a discount. You could go to your local grocery store and they're going to have a big yellow sign up there that says, buy a loaf of bread, get 99 free or whatever. You know what I mean? People are just 
expecting that, right? And they're willing to take advantage of that because they know that there is a seasonal urgency to that, that if they wait two weeks, they might not have that discount. So you should be leveraging your business to capitalize on that seasonal urgency and start offering a specific discount just to take advantage of this. Because at the end of the day, if you're on the market for a loaf of bread and you go to your grocery store and you see buy one, get 99 free, you'd be stupid if you don't take advantage of that. If you're like, you know what? I need a loaf of bread, but forget this discount. I want the one for one discount. I want the MSRP. I want the original price for the loaf of bread. I don't want the other 99 for free. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to say that. They're going to be like, oh my God. Okay, cool. I got one and I get 99 free. That's that's awesome. You know, and obviously I'm exaggerating. It's not going to be 99 free. It's going to be like buy two, get the third free or whatever. But people are expecting these discounts. And that's what I mean is if they're on the market for your specific service or your specific job, it would be absolutely bonkers if they don't take advantage of that. Because if they're going to get their house painted, why would they wait two weeks and risk the chance of saving 15% rather than just, okay, I'm going to take it now. I'm going to lock in my number with the free estimate. And then I'm going to set my job for later on or whatever, right? People are going to take advantage of this because you're putting it in front of them. And if you don't put it in front of them, then you definitely cannot expect them to know. Because at the end of the day, you're not going to get a call from someone saying, hey, John, I just found your painting company on the seventh page of Google. And I just wanted to really inquire with you right now that are you currently offering Cyber Monday deals? Like, how can I take advantage of them? You know, that's like, sorry, dude, no, that's not going to happen. You have to get your message in front of them and you have to bring your message to your client. Constantly posting on social media, you should be running various campaigns that are targeting people in your area, showing that you're offering a discount. And you should even follow up with leads that you've gotten in the past that did not convert and say, Susan, look, I know we weren't able to make ends meet on the last estimate I gave you for your interior painting. But right now, I just want to let you know that we're currently offering 50% off only for the next seven days. And I just would not want you to miss out on that. That has a little bit of pull. You're going to your client and you're taking that next step to say that you missed out on that client and that meant the world to you. And you're going to that client and saying, look, I really want you as a client and I'm even willing to let you take advantage of this discount. And now touching back to my point where I said, the discount should be allocated to new customers only because you have to keep in mind that your goal with a promotion is not to cut into future profits from people who would have already bought from you, but to attract customers to you who would have not already purchased. So in other words, you should be leveraging these seasonal promotions and discounts to get new people in, not to give massive discounts to your existing customer. And lastly, for tactic number three on how you can increase your lead flow for the fourth quarter is you should be leveraging the different channels that are available out there for you, right? If you're just focused on Facebook and it's not working that well, why not add Instagram? Why not add Google? Why not add TikTok? And I'm not saying all of those are going to work, but I'm saying that there's this old quote that goes, the more lines you have casted in the water, the better your chances are at catching a fish. And that's exactly what having a multi-channel marketing strategy can do for you, is it refers to using more than just one channel to execute your campaigns. So by advertising across different platforms, it'll expand your reach, it'll improve your customer experience, and it'll drive better results across all channels and touch points for you. Because you have to keep in mind that you could have your ideal customer, right? Someone that you know is looking to get their home renovated and The only thing that's standing between you and converting on that lead is they just don't believe in Facebook. They're not on Facebook. So what are you going to do? Are you just going to let them sit out there, go to your competitor and choose their job? Or are you going to try, you know, running Google ads or are you going to try Instagram ads, right? You have to get out there and get in front of them. And the only way to do that is to test the different channels and touch points that are available for you out there. 
So that's it. To give you a quick recap of everything we just went over and how you can increase your lead flow for the fourth quarter, tactic number one is to increase your advertising budget by about 25 to 35%. Tactic number two is to leverage the seasonal urgency that people have by using different promotion discounts and offers. And tactic number three is just to try testing out your marketing on all these different channels that are available to you. So that's it. That wraps up episode number two. So if you feel like you learned something and you feel like you could apply these tactics to your business, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could just take two minutes to leave me a quick review and feedback on whatever platform you're using to stream this podcast with. And of course, if you have any questions about this podcast, the last podcast or the next podcast, you could reach out to us on Instagram. You could find us at GoForwardMedia. That is at G-O-F-W-D-M-E-D-I-A. And if it's not me answering you, someone on my team will be more than happy to answer you. So that's it. I really hope you enjoyed episode number two. And I thank you again for listening. And I just cannot wait to see you guys on the next one. Hey guys, Lucas Jensen here. I just want to thank you for listening to the One Lead Away podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode and you feel like you've learned something, it would mean the world to me if you could just take two minutes to rate and review this podcast on whatever streaming platform you're using. Reading all of these awesome reviews means more to me than you could ever know. So thank you guys so much again for listening and I can't wait to see you on the next one.